Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome to, welcome back to Master Your Being. I'm sorry I've been away for a couple of weeks. Um, I got sick and then my voice wasn't cooperating with me, so I figured I'd wait until I could talk and didn't sound crazy, didn't sound uh, too bad uh, to um, record a new podcast. So it's taken a couple of weeks, but I'm back. So I want to talk about perspective and how I shift things. So if you don't follow me on on Facebook, then you probably don't know that I released my latest book the other day called The Art of Self-Mastery. And it's it's an ebook and freely available on Amazon. You can go check that out if you want. This isn't about the book. Because, and I'm not trying to plug the book. What I shared on Facebook was that in the first 48 or 72 hours the book was on Amazon, only two people bought a copy of the book. And I share that with you And I shared it with them to explain and show how I use what I talk about every single day of my life, every time I record a podcast or write a blog or post on social media. If I were focused on the outcome of the book, because I only sold two, I would quit. I would pack it in, I'd walk away, I'd go get a job, I'd go do something else. How many of you would do exactly the same thing? You would say, it didn't work, I'm out of here, you you'd give up you you you'd go away you'd quit you'd, you'd be done with it the art of self mastery is not my first book it's like my 10th i've been doing this for a long time my other books didn't do bunches better it's not as if my numbers have increased or dropped But I keep coming back, I keep showing up, I keep doing that work. Why? Why have I not quit yet? I was just thinking about the first podcast that I created, which was called Spirituality Unpacked. And each episode there, by the time I was finished, was, was you know, getting a, a hundred or two hundred listens, right? Like it, it had started to go places. Slowly, very slowly, but it was starting to move. But at the time, I was focused on having thousands of views, having thousands of listens. If I had written a book back then, I would have been focused on having thousands of downloads. I had 
mailing lists back then, and I would have 30, 40, 50 people in them. And that wasn't enough. Do you know how many I have right now? 15. And all I do, I don't even market in them. All I do is send out sort of inspirational ideas and thoughts and things like that. And they're short. They're not very long. And I only send them out Monday to Friday, you know, and I don't, I don't market to that list. I don't sell anything to that list. I don't announce my new book on that list. I didn't do any of that. There's only 15 people there. I've had to change my perspective over time because what started to happen was I walked away from those old mailing lists. I walked away from spirituality of impact. I walked away from things that actually weren't doing too bad because I was focused on the idea of having thousands of listens, thousands of downloads, thousands of people. I was focused on this big goal that I didn't have the patience to work towards. Why didn't I have the patience? Fear. Fear. Fear of not enough money. Fear of not being able to pay the bills. Fear of what people would think. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of failure. Fear of all kinds of things. I was literally, when I say I was afraid to breathe in those days, I was literally afraid to breathe. And I would walk away from things. I walked away from things that that were doing better. I walked away from things then that were doing better than most of the things that I'm doing right now. And I'm not walking away now. Why? Because I taught myself perspective. I taught myself not to focus on the problem with it. I can make a problem out of only selling two bucks. You can make a problem out of only selling two bucks. You can make a problem of only having 15 people on your email list. You can make a problem out of only having 20 people listen to your podcast. You can make a problem out of all of those things too. We all can. It's easy to do. And it gives us easy justification for being mad, for quitting, for walking away, for giving up. But what happens when you give up and walk away? Are you happy? Are you actually okay with that? No, you can justify it, but that doesn't make you okay with it. And you're not happy with it because you didn't want to give up. You didn't want to walk away. You wanted to do the things, but you couldn't let yourself because you were so focused on the problem with it. And that was me over and over and over and over again. How many courses did I try to write that failed? How many things have I offered and done over the years that didn't go anywhere? Dozens and dozens and dozens of them. And each and every time I walked away from one of them, I got more and more and more frustrated with what I was doing and why I was doing with doing it. I got more and more afraid 
of what was going to happen, of the outcome, of the perception of trouble in the future. Projecting fear into the future will cause pain. I was projecting fear into the future, and guess what? The outcome is painful because the mind makes up the story. It turns it into a story. It tells you about the problem with it. And my mind did the same thing that yours does. But here's the difference. I'm willing to pay attention to my thoughts and to the stories that I'm telling myself about what's going on around me. So I had to tune my perspective the other day. Because I was mad and frustrated by only selling two books. I had to tune my perspective. I didn't lie to myself and try to tell myself that it was really 200. I didn't make up a story. I questioned the pain. I questioned why I was doing what I was doing. I questioned what was important and what mattered. I questioned whether the short-term goal of selling the art of self-mastery was more important than being happy in my life. I questioned whether the problem with it was more important than living a life that I actually enjoyed. I questioned whether the problem with it was more important than all the stuff I got out of writing the book, all the stuff I get out of the work that I do every single day. I questioned whether that one goal, that one book was more important than every, than the totality of everything else that I was doing. And the answer was no, it wasn't. So could I tune my perspective so that I didn't focus on the problem with it? Yes. Because that goal, the short-term goal of that one book, didn't matter in the grand scheme of things because it was one book. And whether I achieve the goal now or ten books from now, it doesn't matter. The fact is, I'm going to achieve the goal. I will get there. I don't know how long it's going to take me, and it doesn't matter. But I will get there. And that's the point. When I talk about perspective, when I talk about your focus and what you're focusing on and the problem with it and the fear behind it and the story you tell when I talk about feeling good enough or not feeling good enough or worrying about what other people are thinking and making choices and running away from them and all of the things that I talk about all the time, when I talk about self-mastery and what it means and how to manage your thinking and your feelings and then shift your behavior, when I talk about those things, I don't talk about them because they sound good. I talk about them because I live them. 
for much of the time that I talked about self-mastery, that I've been talking about self-mastery in this way. I've hidden from you some of the things that I was dealing with. I hid from you the low numbers. I didn't always share when there was no interest in my courses. When I would shut things down because there was nobody there, literally nobody there. I didn't share that with you. And when I only sold two books, what I realized, when I posted that and when I talked about it today, was that in hiding that, I wasn't sharing with you the active process that I'm in every single day of my life. When I say that I live it, I mean that I live it. I use it to keep tuning my perspective all the time so that I don't get caught in my own stories, so that I don't get stuck in my own problem with it, so that I can allow myself to show up and keep going every day the way I do, so that I don't quit and give up and walk away. And you've if you've followed me for any length of time, you know I've done that over and over and over and over again. Round and round and round we go, right? And where she stops, well, nobody really knows, right? I just kept going around in circles. Why? Because I was focused on the problem with it. And I was telling a story about it. And I victimized myself with it. I'm not good enough. My work isn't good enough. Nobody cares. I made myself a victim of my own experience. And that creates pain. It creates pain that's actually not part of the experience. So what you're going to start hearing from me and what you're going to start seeing from me as we move forward now is I'm going to try to ground some of what I talk about. And what I mean by that is I'm going to take generic things like boundaries or triggers or doubt or hesitation or practical experiences that everybody has or that we have, most people will have in their life. And I'm going to put them into this process of self-mastery. I want to teach you how to shift it. I want to show you how I look at the external world and shift the focus, shift what I pay attention to so that it doesn't create pain. Now, here's the thing. I'm not taking the things that we think are bad that are happening around us and making them suddenly good. And just because I'm not necessarily feeling pain doesn't mean I don't care. Don't associate pain with caring. The two are not the same thing. They are different things. They are different experiences. They are different ideas. You don't have to feel pain to care about something. 
I don't have to feel pain. I don't have to victimize myself from the low sales of my book in order to care about the book. I still care about the work that I did. I still care about what happens to that work. And I will continue to offer the book because I care about it. But I don't have to beat myself up with it. I don't have to turn it into a hammer that I hit myself on the head with. I don't have to victimize myself. And I don't have to let it stop me. I will write another book. And that difference is important. What I care about matters. Caring about the book doesn't mean I have to care about the problem with the book or the pain. Those things are different. If there are things in the practical reality that you want to see how I would work with, let me know. Send me a comment. Message me on Facebook. However you want to get a hold of me, send me an email. Let me know if there are practical things that you want me to shift and to show you how I work through or to show you how I see things, to show you how I fix my focus on them. Let me know what they are so that I can start to talk about how to do this in the practical sense. I'm talking about the perception of failure. I only sold two books. So here, this is the perception of what failure looks like. The book, quote unquote, failed. Cool. Okay. Shift that. How? I'm not going to focus on the problem with it. Instead, I'm going to focus on moving forward and continuing to do the work that I do because the overall work and the things that I do are far more important than the individual outcomes of the products and services that I put out in the world. I get far more value out of what I do than can ever be expressed through sales metrics. No matter how much money I make, it will never match the value, the internal value that I get out of what I do. And that's why I don't quit. That's why I stay. That's why I keep showing up. And the reason why you run away from your own goals is because you focus on the problem with it. And you're caught in the fear, just as I was. The fear of failure, the fear of not good enough, the fear of what will other people think, the, the fear of, of the potential for trouble later, whatever, the shadows, as I call them sometimes. The fear of all of those things makes you run away, just like I used to do. It makes you run away. If you shift your focus to something different, it will allow you to stay in the room. Take your focus off the problem.
And you say, but I have to fix the problem. No, you don't have to fix the problem. You just need to keep trying again. But isn't that like beating a dead horse, banging your head against the wall? No, because it's serving a purpose for you. What are you getting out of it? What do you want to do? What's your big goal? Why are you there? Then keep doing that. Right? Sometimes we talk about that big why. <laughs> what are you doing it for? <laughs> right? What's the big goal? And then just keep doing it. Because if it matters to you, then chances are it matters to somebody else too. And it's just a matter of you finding those people and bringing those people to you. And if you're determined enough, if you're on purpose enough, if you care enough about what you're doing, and if you take responsibility for what you're doing, then you will attract those people to you. But only once you stop arguing with it and you get and you find that authentic purpose, that authentic reason for showing up and doing what you do, only once you do that will you then attract the audience that you're looking for. But to attract an authentic audience, you have to be authentic within yourself. And you have to be on purpose and in integrity with what you want to do. And that's been a long road for me because I had so much fear and other crap going on in the background. And I'm going to start sharing more about that experience and what that was like and how I've worked through my perspective and my focus and all the crazy that I went through. And at the same time, I'll be sharing more practical advice around how to manage the different things that we see and we experience in our daily lives. It doesn't have to be that difficult. And I can show you how to manage your perception in a way that allows you to stay out of the problem with it. And when you manage your perception, your emotions are then managed, and then you can shift your behavior so that you stop projecting pain. And that's important, right? Because your experience shifts when you stop projecting pain out there. When you react and respond differently to what's going on around you, your experience changes because you changed within the experience, and that matters too. So I'm going to leave this one here. I hope this was helpful to you. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you like this, please consider sharing it. Don't forget to subscribe. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for listening. This is Della Ren with Master Your Being, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye for now.